Are you a lonely groupie and are you enjoy your run? Like to take it easy, you're shooting a frag gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world that fun like run community. If you're 17, 25, push it in your tail. Come along, join us, this is the place for you. Welcome to the world that fun like run community. Welcome to the world that fun like run community. Uh, Matthew. Good evening, Mr. Robert. Good evening, Mr. Matthew. Uh, we're going to have to keep it succinct today, mate. No banter. Yeah. No, no back and forth. Not, not none uh-huh. of our usual witty, witty charm. Uh, oh, because we have got a very... That, that's that's going to be difficult. Because we are so witty, witty charming. Yeah. Um, that's why people listen to this show, because of our witty, witty charm. Um, but unfortunately, we're going to have to just... We're knocking on the head. We're not going to be able to give the people what they want this week. We've got to get straight into it. Business-like, we're going to have to be. Because we've got a couple of long segments already recorded. So uh, we don't oh. want to be taking up... Everyone's time. Although people might have some long drives to a certain part of the Midlands at the weekend that we might be keeping them company um, mm. during. So if you are driving to uh, uh, a certain theme park, then uh, we can't wait to see you. That's weird, isn't it? I'm speaking to you from the past. And if you're driving <laughs> home from it, I hope you had a good time. Um, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Series 8, Episode 10 of the What The Fault Podcast. My name is Rob. And I am Matthew. And yes, we are getting straight into it, Matty. No banter, no dad jokes, no wildy stories. We're going straight nope. into it. Why don't you tell us on the show today? Yeah, Pac Show, like you just said, uh, lots of different segments in this one. Uh, how's your week? We're talking about our weeks in running. We're going to have a brief chat about the upcoming aforementioned weekend that you just said, um, including some stuff about our fundraising antics uh, that we're going to be getting up to soon. Uh, an awesome chat with a chap from across the waters, Mr. Ron Dawson. Um, I keep, I keep wanting to say Ron Jeremy after going this stupid frigging tash. Yeah, well, to be fair, you you got away with it, and then you kind of like dobbed yourself in by saying and the other called him Ron Jeremy. So continue. Yeah. Uh, and then part run chats are back again with Ben and Emma, and an awesome special little guest with them this week. Uh, I'm sure you can't wait to hear that. The roll calls, and then the thank yous. Ooh, thank you. Yeah, we've got to get straight into it. Then how's your week been, mate? It's been good. Yes, I've, I'm, I'm cracking on with the uh, with the plan. Uh, I've missed one run this week, uh, which was the hill sessions due to working. Uh, Sunday, Sunday at work, well, we're, we're a bit short-staffed at work, so I'm having to stay over and, uh, and do some overtime and stuff, which is going to help for Christmas, obviously. Uh, and uh, just not having time to get out and run, a uh, bit busy. But all the other stuff I've been doing, I, I went, went for a sports massage the other day. Uh, I've been doing my stretches. Um, I've been doing the uh, all sorts of leg raises and strength and conditioning type of stuff. So yes, everything's going great, mate. Uh, thank you very, very much for asking. How about you? How's your week going? Uh, so it depends on what you define by week. If we're saying since we last recorded the podcast, mm. which of course was Sunday of last week, it's been mm-hmm. a long time because we're recording on Wednesday this week. It's yes. been like ten days since we last. You at last asked me how my week's been. Um, the ensuing period was was fantastic. I had probably one of my best running weeks, similar to you. We're both, we're both kind of trying to. Um, get on it aren't we so same did some strength and conditioning did a speed session you gave me a speed session that i know you threw up my lungs or <laughs> shit them out i didn't know which side they were coming out of my lungs were definitely leaving my body um uh so that was hard but good uh mm. got a couple of runs in got a nice running with ben on friday just me and ben it's lads 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 friday but uh, it was just the two of us which was nice a bit of a bit of time to catch up with benjamin one-on-one um mm-hmm. didn't do park run but then uh was supposed to go out and do a 10 miler with a certain tiny little dancer who bagged out on me at the last minute 
So mm. I uh, went and did it on my own and had a lovely time listening to a Game of Thrones podcast. I think I said that last week on the show, didn't I? I've been listening to a Game of Thrones podcast, uh, fan podcast. So that's really good. I'm enjoying it. So, um, yeah, did 10 miles, smashed it. Uh, highest mileage of the year, uh, mm-hmm. which was good. And was in a really good place. And then it's Wednesday and I've not run since, which is just the way mm. way the cookie crumbles, unfortunately, sometimes, isn't it? Um, but it's just been a busy week. It's been a busy week. Yeah. I've been back into to Halifax with work, which uh, takes it out of me a little bit. Um, and I've had some other stuff going on, which we're going to talk about in just a moment, which mm. seemed like maybe a more important use of my time. So I'm hoping to get out for, um, well, the plan is if I edit and get this done before it's a silly clock at night, then I'm going to do a bit of strength and condition. I'm going to do half an hour strength and conditioning before bed. And then I hope I'm going from Mr. Paul Locke tomorrow. That's the plan anyway. Nice. Um, watch this space and then uh, and then rest up for Alton Towers. And I'm going hard at the 10K. I'm, I'm, I know it's Ooh. a hilly course, but I'm going hard. Racing. So it's, it's almost like I'm treating it inadvertently i didn't mean it life got in the way but i'm treating it like a mini taper week where after a big mileage week a, a really big mileage week last week i'm just letting ah. the regs recover before I, I go hurting them again on saturday yeah well, that's an awesome plan man. i've still i've still undecided what i'm doing in uh that on towers i don't know whether donna's uh, in and iron whether she's gonna run or not or just uh, be, be cheer squad mm. uh so if, if she runs i'll probably run with her if she doesn't run i'll probably go hard, hard uh myself and, and try and knock out a decent time and mm. i just want to go, go back on you throwing me under the bus saying i bagged out on you on sunday mm. I'm, I'm just looking through the messages here uh i'm gonna have a lying mate and run a bit later knackered mm. after yesterday sorry mm. Yeah, yeah. Read back a little bit further where we were originally meant to run at a reasonable time in the morning, but then you told me that your stepson's kickoff that you were refereeing had been moved forward and therefore you needed me to go out at seven o'clock in the morning instead of uh, a reasonable time, which we had already agreed. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Shut your tiny little mouth. You're never right. <laughs> I am. I'm a little bit. You right. got. You got so excited then that <laughs> you were in the right. Root cause analysis, Matthew. <laughs> You're the problem. Am I the drama? Yeah. Am I the? Am I the drama? Um. TikTok. There we go. Those <laughs> down with the kids. Um. It's me. Hi. That's another, isn't it? Um. So yes. So that's yeah. why. That's why I run on my own. But you know what? I don't mean mm-hmm. this in a dickish way. Like, you know, I love running with you, like, especially our Sunday long runs are always yeah. good fun and they breeze by. But mm. I've done two Sunday long runs in a row now. I did yeah. eight miles week before last in Witness. Last weekend, I did 10, um, just me with a podcast on. And, mm. you know, I've talked a lot about getting in my own head and not enjoying running. And, you know, almost try, like when you've heard me when I'm not enjoying it, counting my steps. And it's almost like if you don't want to be here, if you're that keen to get to the end of it, why are you doing it? <laughs> um, so it was it was quite important to me in in some ways. To ha- I've had a couple of weeks now where I've been out on my feet for a combined total of 18 miles over the last two mm-hmm. weeks where I've just run on my own and I've just yeah. and, and I've enjoyed it. And it's been the same. I know I've said I did a run with Ben, but I've done a couple where I've just gone out on my own and, and it's been fine and I've quite enjoyed it. And it's been a nice little release from some of yeah. the other like not stress. I'm not not stressed, but like, I've got a lot going on. So yeah. um, a, a nice little head clearer. So yeah, yeah. I, I I I agree with that. So I, I did the ten uh, on Sunday after I'd done refereeing mm. um, later on in the afternoon, and yeah, took ch- 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 the earphones in, listened to a bit of old music I used to listen to as a bloody uh, as a teen. Uh, oh, what was on your playlist, Matthew? Oh, you don't want to know. Go on, tell me. <laughs> don't want to know. Bit of my chemical romance. Uh, oh and, uh, man, all that sort of stuff. 
Um, I came across an M and M. Yeah, Linkin Park. Yeah, why would I want to know that? You know the music. That's like the music yeah, I listen then, to. But, but then there's like, is it Jason Bedingfield and all that sort of oh, yeah, you've cheesy, lost that. cheesy shit? In it and all. I got to get through this. Is that Jason Bedingfield? <laughs> Daniel Bedingfield. Daniel Bedingfield. I just made a name. I don't even know. Yeah, Jason Bedingfield isn't the person. <laughs> you've got Daniel Bedingfield and Jason Daniel Bedingfield. That's confused. <laughs> Jason, if you've got any music Jason out there, give a shout. Jason Derulo. <laughs> Jason Bedingfield. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but yeah, yeah. I, I got out there, and also I, I spotted uh, an, an ex-podcast guest or guests. Sorry, you did, my, you did on your run, adventures yeah. around Rother Valley. Didn't recognise you though, did they? No, no, I uh, I spotted it with Alice, uh, Joe and Alice, um, yeah. running around Rother Valley. In fact, she she just finished, and I was heading towards the start of where the park run is at Rother Valley, and she she was heading the other way, and I, I like clocked her. And I came running over and pulling my earphones out at the same time, and mm. Joe and Alice, and she was like. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? And <laughs> <laughs> I actually introduced myself as Hi, I'm Matt. What the Fartley Podcast? <laughs> Matt, Matt Taylor. What the Fartley Podcast? <laughs> uh, give, give him a big business card and all that. Stuff. No, yeah, love it. I haven't got no business cards. <laughs> no, you absolutely have not got it written, written on the back of a napkin. Yeah, but yes, uh, uh, I had, a, had a brief chat with her. Um, she she'd done ten miles as well. So good to good to see them. Mm. Um and yeah, just enjoy, enjoying it. Like I said, I'm I'm out. I ran home from work today, uh, on the premise that tomorrow morning I've got to get up and it's uh, it's one k repeats in the morning. So uh, before work, Blech. Blech. and then what? Rest, rest, rest. Friday for ready for the weekend. Yes. Very good. Very good. Well, let's talk about the weekend then. So I don't want to give it too much air time. We talk a lot about um. We talk a lot about Alton Towers. We talk a lot about the community stuff. But I just want to, like, frame it a little bit. It's, it's a big weekend, isn't it? It's um, mm. I know that we're going to announce something later in the show, another potential Fartlek family uh, mini meetup, if you will, in mm-hmm. December. I don't want to steal anybody's thunder by, by going any more details of that. But from an official meetup perspective, this is our last one of the year. Yeah. Our biggest one? I'd say so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the the weekend was pretty big, but uh, yeah. I think the, the one at Alton uh, Towers is a bit more centralised. I feel it's a bit people can mm. get from other 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 areas, and it's it's more of a an event. I think that everybody can get to. Well, there, there was there was more people at the weekend than there is at Alton Towers, mm. um, because obviously the football. I mean, that's thirty of us straight away. Yeah, yeah. But. Um, and it took a lot more logistical planning, didn't it? Because we, we were, like, responsible for organising all the fun. Yeah. But I think, I don't know, there's just something about Alton Towers. I think Alton Towers, for me, last year, was the mm. event where I realised, oh, we can we can make some of these of these communities. Like, like I, I, I'd started getting the inkling. We, we did the, the, the marathons, mm-hmm. um, the marathon meetups last year the smaller ones yeah. and then we did the weekender and that went really well yeah but it was still in in amongst covid wasn't it so it was literally just we played football we went and got a bit of food and it wasn't quite you know it was like okay no. the, the seeds had been sowed but all in towers last year was one where i was like right this is yeah yeah we yeah. Th- 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 this can be a part of what we do um these kind of meetups so it, all in towers is really special to me and it's run through as well which we've got a big connection with as well so I'm really looking forward to it. Um, did you? I've got a question for you. With, with mm-hmm. the community stuff, 
like did you envisage that it would end up becoming like this on this scale (laughs) to to, to be honest i never i never thought we'd get past 10 episodes (laughs) 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 but yeah no but i think i think you you went through covid and we had all these meetups on on zoom and stuff like that and maybe there was a slight inkling that it could be bigger than than just zoom meetups and stuff um but it's i don't i didn't see it being as big as it has been uh especially guess, with sorry with the, with, the, with the turquoise takeovers that we see all the time yeah. and it's, it's going to be bigger and better this this year as well so no I, I never i never believed it'd be as big as it has been and, and supported by everybody like it has been yeah it's been amazing i mean it's just, just specifically talking about the community side of things. I know I don't want to like stomp over all ground. I know we've, I feel like we've talked about this recently. I can never remember if we've talked about things on the podcast or just no. when we're together. Mm. Um, I always forget, so I don't want to st- stomp over all ground. But I just, I'm just dead, dead grateful. I just, I hope people keep still get something out of the community meetups. Mm. You know, a lot of work does go into them. Yeah, but it's. I think, it's I, as, I, go on. Go on. No, you know, you go. No. That, that, I think that's proven by people chipping in and helping out, like like uh, Darren with his stickers and stuff like that, and yeah. people coming up with different ideas and and chipping in with all their different ideas and helping us try and grow it even further. I think that just shows what what how big it is and how people are getting involved and, and loving it. Yeah, I agree. Good McDonald's slogan in there. Um, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I I agree, but I think it's also a very good reflection. Darren being a prime example of how um. Well, Doug, I don't know who Darren is. Um, uh, being a, I mean, maybe he's related to Doug. Um, we'll give him some props anyway. The like the like the community stuff. Like I know the podcast is like me and you talking and Ben and Emma and and okay and when the guests that we have on and occasionally you know you know JP comes on or whatever and, and Statman John and that kind of stuff. But I think the community stuff is 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 it wouldn't be successful, whatever, whatever you define success. You know, I'm, I'm not saying we are successful, but, but I, I enjoy it. And, and I think it's going well. And, um, and I, but I don't think it would be going well if it wasn't for the fact that other people own it too. And I hope that people realize when they're listening to this, hopefully, especially if you are driving to Alton Towers and this is on in the car while you're driving, I hope you realize all of you that like, this is yours. Like this isn't ours. We don't own this. We don't like we didn't even create it. Like you can argue that we created the podcast. We, we mm-hmm. did create the podcast, you know, but the community, the fart like family, that's not mine. That's no. not Matt's. That's not anybody's. Well, it, specifically, nobody created that. You made that what it is. You, you driving your car to Alton Towers now or on a long run, getting excited about coming for a meetup or getting a bit of FOMO because you're not going, but remembering how much fun you had at at Manchester Marathon with us or whatever it might be. Like, you're not being a part of something that belongs to us. Like, this is yours and you you made it what it is. And and when we get to Alton Towers this weekend and when you meet all these people, whether it's for the first time or the 31st time that you've come to know and you've come to... To, to befriend over this mutual love of running and and this shared enjoyment for some reason of listening to me and this little dickhead just chunter for an hour every week um like that's that, that that's you you did that you made it that because if you didn't contribute or you contribute if you didn't care if you didn't invest your time and energy and money in a lot of in a lot of senses in in making this podcast and this fartlek family community and these events happen 
then we wouldn't do them. It'd just be me and Matt on the Wicker Man. It'd be dead weird, <laughs> holding hands, <laughs> kissing. Well, like... <laughs> that, that, that was almost like the speech from Independence Day until you said that Wicker Man at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> then, well, then me and Matt are going to kiss on the Wicker Man. Get over it. <laughs> but this, but seriously, this is you. You've done this, so thank you. And, and, and own it and be proud. And, and don't just feel like, and, and, and if you're not, if you've not come to one of these meetups, if you've not got involved yet, and but you are thinking, I fancy it, please come along. There's there's nothing about this that is about my ego or Matt's ego or or, 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 or us trying to even like, I guess, advertise the podcast. It's, it's nothing to do with the podcast, really. It's just that was kind of our, our little entryway. This is about like really good people because you are all just fucking dead good people. And like, you're you're just boss and we love <laughs> we love that you're involved and i can't wait to see you all on saturday mm-hmm. it's, and, gonna be um, it's gonna be massive it's gonna be absolutely amazing and i'm glad we're going both days we're gonna go hard i'm getting very drunk on saturday night <laughs> see I don't, i'm still i'm still coming an hour in whether to run on sunday here's what's gonna happen you're gonna get drunk on saturday night and you're still gonna run and it's gonna be hilarious yeah That's... the thing is it's the half marathon i've booked as well i know yeah. And it's hilly. Yeah, I bloody know that from last time I did it. From last time. Oh, yeah. Also, if people listen to this in in the car. They need to get the voices ready, don't they? Oh yeah. Why do you mm. need to get the voices ready, Matt? Because because whenever you go on the on the rides, there's always a song. There's always a song. You are my, my fire, fire, the one, the one desire. desire. Believe. She got the words then, didn't yeah. you? When, <laughs> say, when I say, I want it that way. There we go. You I hope you're all singing now. You meant to go tell me why. Ain't nothing but a hard. Uh, you forgot it again, did you? <laughs> tell me why. Um, <laughs> if you didn't come to Alton Towers last year, uh, there is a reason me and Matt are just serenading you with Backstreet Boys over the airways. We started on um, Ur, which is now, what's it called now, Matt? Galactus. Galactus. While we were waiting to go, the, the ride, they stole the ride on purpose, I think, to kind of scare you a little bit. And while we were waiting, because we were all a bit nervous, who was on the front row? Me, you, Ben, JP? Um, yes, I think it were. Was that it? And to 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 quench our nerves, we all started singing the Backstreet Boys. And to my absolute marvel, first of all, the rest of the roller coaster people, yep. the, the crowd, the um, the punters on the roller coaster joined in. And then when the second, when we thought it was all over, the guy on the microphone pumped in with a little bit of "Tell Me Why," <laughs> which, which was just frankly one of the greatest moments of my life. It was amazing. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna try it again this year, and it's gonna fall flat on its face. Yeah. When I I'll, start, I'll join you, mate. But uh, we need, I, we need <laughs> some more bangers to sing. It's gonna look a little bit weird if it's just me and you singing "Angel" by Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. That's the wrong song. Um. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> it wasn't me. Johnny, oh my angel. That's your first one, <laughs> you idiot. Oh, that song, funny enough, Matt, was called It Wasn't Me. It was. <laughs> um, oh. Do you remember when we said that we were going to be really succinct and yeah. not waste loads of time on this episode? Well, we are nearly 20 minutes in already, mate. Well, I'll, I'll be honest, mate. I'm, I'm still trying to Google what succinct means. <laughs> You're a sink. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, anyway, before we get over to uh, not Ron Jeremy, uh, to Ron Dawson, Matthew, mm. our, our main event, I guess. There's a couple more bits to talk about. Um, we've got we've got some announcements to make. We didn't make them last week, did we? Um, because we recorded. It was a bit of a weird one. We should have really announced it last week because we announced it to the world. But it's kind of like after we'd recorded the podcast, so we decided to keep it for this week. Um, and that is that uh, myself, yourself, Mr. Johnny Pickup, along mm-hmm. with some other pals along the way, um, we're uh, we're doing some fundraising, aren't we? We certainly are. Yes, yes. A uh, few few races and a few other little bits that we're going to be doing uh, over the coming months. Mm. Uh, trying to raise some much-needed funds for Make-A-Wish, uh, charity close to JP's hearts, and also our hearts now. We're, we, we've jumped on board and uh, hoping to raise quite a bit of money for them. Yeah, it's absolutely absorbing, um, mm. the Make-A-Wish Foundation is what I found. Um, so JP, yeah, has raised an astronomical, I mean, five figures at this point um, over the last few years for, for Make-A-Wish. And... Um, is a huge part. I don't know how much I can tell. I don't know if he, I don't know how much this public knowledge, but he he does a lot with Make a Wish. Let's let's leave it there. It's for him to tell, not me. But he does a lot for Make a Wish, and seeing him and that passion that he's got and the people he helps and the stories that come out of it are really humbling. If anyone doesn't, I mean, Make a Wish probably one of the most recognisable charities um, in the world. But um, Make a Wish support um, children who are uh, living with a critical illness and they grant them or support them in in funding um uh, wishes and a wish can be anything from a holiday to a an experience day or to maybe meet somebody who who, who they look up to um 60,000 children right now in the UK live with a critical condition um life changing earth shattering i've got kids myself and i think a parent you know i'm i'm blessed that i don't have that to deal with because i can't imagine what it must be like for a family to learn that a child is is living with something that is going to completely change the course of their life and when we were given the opportunity when jp suggested that we could support a charity like Make-A-Wish who, like I said, just try to bring a little bit of light, a little bit of relief, a little bit of support, a little bit of joy into the lives of people who've had those lives turned completely upside down. It was it was a complete no brainer. And, and the reality is that Make-A-Wish would like to help every single one of those 60,000 children to bring them that joy. But they can't because they don't have the funds to do so. That's where we're going to come in, isn't it, mate? That's where we're going to try and make a little bit of a difference. We've set a very, very ambitious fundraising target. Um, we are doing loads of stuff. The The first um, bits of our... <laughs> the first Change that from quite a serious topic to the absolutely mm. ridiculous bullshit that we're about to do. Um, so you won't know. If you've seen Matt's Instagram in the last nine days, you'll know that Matt is growing a moustache currently if you see my instagram in the last nine days you probably won't realize that i'm doing it too um because you can't see mine unless it's under a very precise angle of light 
Um, but, but, I mean, but I am doing it. It is there, <laughs> I promise. And I'm going to keep doing it. So we're, we're growing moustaches, lending from, from Movember, but that's a charity in its own right. So we're not calling it Movember, are we, mate? But my, my goal is to keep growing it all the way till, till April, if for no other reason, just to antagonise my wife. Um, <laughs> but we're doing that. Um, mm. which is which is worth a, a donation itself. We're also doing a World Cup score predictor. I know there's a mm. lot of sweepstakes going around with the World Cup starting in ooh, well, 10 days or so, isn't it now? Um, and from when this goes out. Um, so we thought we'd do it a bit differently. I've been, I've been neck deep in a spreadsheet trying to figure out how to do it for the last God knows how many hours um, uh, where you can predict all of the scores from the uh, from the group stages so it's not one of those one and done things you know you don't pull it ran out the hat like uh, was it side that did on on on, on uh, adam axford sweeps they think well that's that's <laughs> five that's five pound down the swanny isn't it? he did it he um, did that to be fair he didn't ask for it didn't he, he asked so, for it ran jokingly and he got, and he got it, it. Ran, which it was hilarious but um but no when you think oh well, i'm done now we ran out winning the world cup are they but with this it's not it's not like that it's um no uh, you know, you, you basically at each game you can check if you've got the right result. You get points for the, the correct number of goals. You get points for if you get the winner. Um, and then we've got prizes for our top three places based on you know half the pot will go to charity, the rest will be splits, so will be cash prizes. And then we have like a we've got a second chance knockout sweepstake. So then the top sixteen places will all get a second chance to draw a team at random um, out of those that get through to the last sixteen. And then there will be a sweepstake. So if they're in the last sixteen, you've probably got a chance of winning, haven't you? So. So there's a second chance for that. So if you want to get involved in that one, which is um, which is probably the, the first big thing that we're doing from a fundraising perspective, just drop us a, a, a DM on uh, on the old Instagram or an email, whatthefollowpodcast at gmail.com. We've got, a, we've got a proper formal email that we've put together. It looks nice and official um, with details for how you can download the, the, the sheet to fill in, where to PayPal the money to, and, um, and, and how you can get involved and play. And um, yeah. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be enjoyable, but it, we are scratching, merely scratching the surface, aren't we, mate? We're gonna be, yeah. we're gonna be ice bucketing things. We're gonna be waxing things. We're gonna be running Ugh. things. We're gonna be fancy dressing things. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna be running Manchester and London Marathon back to back. JP's taking on his four or forty challenge, running every bloody weekend for about a month, which is gonna yeah. be taking its toll on him. We're gonna be doing stuff into the summer. We're gonna get yeah. the, the, the football's gonna be involved as part part, of it. part run forfeit challenges loads loads yeah. and loads and loads so please do donate we we've got the uh, the link in the bio for this episode and also on our social media um we'll be fundraising through the year we'll be updating as we go thank you so much to everyone who's donated got involved already it means the world to us it means the world to make a wish most importantly it means the world to the children whose lives they are changing for the better um and yeah yeah, let's let's let, let's do something big, Matt. Let's let's make it mm. fucking count, eh? Let's raise some bloody money. Let's raise some bloody money, lad. <laughs> Get your whip it out. No, don't don't do that. <laughs> I, I did. I did. I wasn't being rude. I meant like that, that euphemism. You say that euphemism. Huh? Yeah, it wasn't meant to be mm. a euphemism, but mm. like, it came out like one, didn't it? Yeah, hundred percent. Do you, do you know what? I was I was I was gonna make a Kez joke that I realised I've already made a Kez joke in another segment of this show. There's, there's nothing, I've only got I'm, I'm pretty one dimensional. Like, so, yeah. I started well, I panic. But Rob Rob talks about a bird being on my arm and he, yeah. he doesn't he's talking about Kez, by the way. Yeah, I don't even get that right. I, f- I forgot Kez's name. So and I forgot that Kez was a Kestrel. So I just called it a bird. It's really bad. Look out for it. It's it's coming. It's coming in in, in the part run segment. 
Um, so yeah, I panicked because I knew I couldn't say Kestrel or Kez because I've already said it later in the show, and Whippet is what came out instead. The two most Yorkshire things, Kestrels and Whippets. <laughs> a, ke- a, ke- a Kestrel ride in a Whippet with a bottle of Henderson's relish in its beak. <laughs> Boom, orange carrot. <laughs> Boom, orange carrot. Um, we need to get over to the main event, Mr. Ron Dawson, but before we do, I've got a little clip from Statman John. John, have a listen. Oh, yes. I've got my listening now that I split up with, uh, with my mother. Well, we'll see. Won't we? Maybe, maybe, maybe oh, they've here reconciled. We here we go. Well, I'll tell you what then, Matt. Mm. Uh, well, why don't we ever listen to it live? I've, I've figured out the technology. Rather than, uh, than having to play it and then listen to it back, yeah. why don't we? What, I, I, I can plug it straight into the episodes. So we don't even have to have a little cut or a little swoosh. What do you mm. reckon? Go, go on, then. I like, I like to when we used to do that. Right, you ready? Let's go. We'll go one, two, three, and play. Hello, lads. Hello, ladies. Hello, Emma. Hello, Stan. How are you all? Uh, I'm, I'm great. I've had a really good week, actually. I'm just here with my good friend Adele, uh, dressed as a bottle of white Zinvendel. And she's dressed, dressed as a bit of a uh, Malbec. Oh, put a cork in it, my love. <laughs> right song, quite a good song. All right, sit there. I've just got to do an ad. All right, calm yourself. Um, yeah, good week, good week all round, to be honest with you. Um, I've had nothing on my mind. Uh, well, well, I'm just going to pause it there. Uh, I'm trying to play hard to get this week. Um, no. So, you know, if you could add in a bit of kissing sounds, like Adele's maybe giving ah. me a kiss or some wolf whistles, uh, that'd be great. Uh, yeah, just see well, how that goes with Matt's mum. This, this is awkward. Uh, but well, yeah, cut straight back to this bit and I'll, I'll get into the ad. Uh, cheers, my lad. Cheers. Yeah, so this week I'm actually advertising my own product, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, it is a cookbook. It is called Keen in 15. So if you are keen to make some meals in 15, this is the book for you. Um, I'll just grab it. I'll read you a couple of recipes, some of my faves. So we've got... Uh, Sounds fantastic. Hey, number one, a uh, bit of toast. You're going to get a bit of bread. <laughs> You know, hold it in front of you and breathe out. <sighs> 15 minutes, no breath in, no pause. The warmth of your breath will uh, toast the bread to a perfect amount of crisp. Mm. Sometimes it takes more than 15, so yeah. uh, a little terms and conditions there. Next one we got is a bowl of dry pasta. So you're going to get a bowl, pour in some pasta, then you're going to think about your greatest achievements in life for 14 minutes, and then you're going to tuck in, so... I've been doing that before I filmed, and then let's have a bite. Oh. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Blah. Right back to the, the back of the throat there. Nice and dry. There goes a tooth. Um, fantastic. A, uh, what else have I got in here? Oh, I've got a bit of dry passages coming out of this um, Then we've got a roasted mini trees fantastic so you just can go outside cut down a tree or a mini one preferably and uh just roast it and um, that's it <laughs> i haven't thought about that one. i haven't thought that one through anyway so <laughs> maybe maybe cut that bit out Rob. uh then uh i've not managed to sell any yet they actually go on sale next week so you can pre-order now at your local amazon store um just discount code if you want it Hashtag 9781509880698. Uh, 
and that will get you 6% off the price, which is £34.74p. Fantastic, fantastic. I've read one review. I sent it to my man at Westie underscore UK, who told me, mate, it's pretty shit, but I'm sure they'll sell. So (laughs) thank you. No stars from him. Um, that's it. So, yeah, just off to party with some women. <laughs> well, maybe adding some party sounds there. Uh, yeah, mm. and <laughs> live my best life, you know. That's what I'm doing now. So, a quote to leave you all on is, treat life like a sticker. Peel it and stick yourself wherever you like, in wherever you like. See you later, lads, <laughs> ladies. And in. ta Oh, Statman John. <laughs> Oh dear, that, that were a bit awkward in places, weren't it? I, I feel like we picked the wrong week to listen into it rather than being able. I, I, I could have edited that in, in a dream. I hope your mum's not listening. Um, uh, it, I, don't, it seems like, I don't. It seems like he's moved on, to be honest. It's not It's not going to have the desire. It seems like he's moved on. Did you? Yeah. You don't understand social cues at all, do you, you stupid little man? No, why? Doesn't matter. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a blind to it. What's, what's going on? What, what do you mean, what's going off? He's clearly pining after your mother and trying to make out like he's doing fine. No, he's doing... He's, no, no, he's, I think he's doing fine. He's not... Yeah. I think you got it wrong, though. Matt, he's, wrong. he's just eating a bowl of dry pasta in a room, clearly not with Adele. See, you, you can't be sure in that. You can't be certain. I'm pretty certain that Adele is not breathing on bread with him. Yeah, yeah, probably, you're probably right. <laughs> so again, mate, I think if you scrap, if you peel it, he's like an onion. <laughs> like a sticker. It's like an onion. Peel him away. He's got layers. He's <laughs> got layers, mate. And I think you peel away that that outer shell and you're just left with a gooey mess. I, don't, I, I think he's struggling, mate. You've... I'll be all right. He'll be all right. Stop on doing it. He'll get over it. No, mate. This one might be on you. I've, I'm, I, I don't have a guilty conscience. I'm fine with it. Okay. Okay. Just as long as, as long as you can sleep easy with it, mate. That's fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Yes. Okay. Um, should we get over to our main event? Yeah. I think, I think, I think we should. After that. Cross, cross <clears throat> the pond. Cross the time, time mm. zones. Have a chat with a triathlete. You ever thought about doing a triathlon, Matt? I have, yes. Uh, I think uh, you, you mentioned it, didn't you? you, mm. did you, you you're, you're thinking about uh, giving it a go. Was this after the chat with uh, with Rob? It was, it was, yeah. I got really excited. Then I, I, can't, go. I can't really swim. Might <laughs> 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 well, be a bit of a problem, that, mightn't it? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, can, I can swim, but I'm not very good at it, so. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I might, might, might drown. <laughs> Let's give it a go. Do duathlon then instead. Yeah, potentially. I'm not very good at riding the bike, to be honest. But actually, that good at running, to be fair. <laughs> uh, anyway, oh, anyway, one man, one man who is, one man who is, is Mr. Ron Dawson, uh, a gentleman who took up running in later life. Um, he has a very, very driven and focused mindset about using running to improve the quality um, and the length of that quality of life. Um, uh, great attitude, uh, really almost quite infectious. So I'm looking forward to sharing.
sharing this episode with you all. Matt, without further ado, we'll go and talk to Mr. Ron Dawson. Let's do it. Right then, you lad, the road to 100 rolls on, and today's main event is going international as I cross the pond, virtually at least to chat to a pretty special athlete, whose running journey dates all the way back to 2014, having since added triathlons to his repertoire and a veteran of some 25 marathons. His list of accomplishments is far too long to get into, but does include qualifying for Boston no less than six times, being a three-time Ironman All-World athlete, and first place in age group at the Ironman 70.3 at Waco. Now, in amongst all these achievements sits a resolute message that seems to hold the key to his success. And I'm equally interested in getting into that. And that message is do not quit. We're going to go as deep as we can in the length of time that we have. So please join me in welcoming all the way from the Lone Star State, Mr. Ron Dawson. How are we doing today, Ron? I'm doing great. Glad to be here. Yeah, thank you so much. And I appreciate with the time differences and, and your busy schedule, it's not the easiest thing to, to to navigate and negotiate through. So thank you so much for doing it. How are you doing today, man? Having a good day? I'm doing great. It's lunchtime here, so <laughs> things, things are good. Things are good. Absol- absolutely. It's almost dinner time, or as we say in the north of England, tea time here. So yeah, I'm going to be eating as soon as we finish as well. We've got that in common. Um, listen, uh, I, we could probably just, just sit and chat about uh, uh, little things for 20 odd minutes or so, but let's not waste the precious time we have. I want to get into your journey. I want to find out all about you, what sits around your achievements, what those achievements are, everything, everything, everything. But let's start where we start all these chats on the podcast. Um, do you want to tell me how you first got into to running, what your kind of like athletic background is? Because running was kind of the first thing that that started you on your journey, wasn't it? Running is what started it all. It really is. You know, um, I've always been an active person. As a matter of fact, in uh, in high school, I was on the diving team, not the swimming team. I was on the diving team. I also raced motorcycles, raced motocross in high school. But after I got married and, and my kids were born, I went through a period of um, nothingness, <laughs> which is probably the best way to describe it, for about 20 years. And it all sort of changed when I went to uh, my doctor I just turned 50 and went into uh, the doctor for a physical, and I thought I was in great shape. She told me I was, you know, one step away from the grave, basically. High blood pressure. uh, She wanted to put me on high blood pressure medication. She said I was pre-diabetic. I needed to lose about 40 pounds. And I'm looking in the mirror thinking, how in the hell am I going to lose 40 pounds? My wife told me I'd look like a pencil. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, it all it all started um, honestly with a treadmill. We bought a treadmill and uh, it started running on the treadmill a little bit. And, and like most treadmills, it started gathering dust. And before long, I was outside running and I just kind of fell back into the groove. It actually took me it took me probably about five months to be able to run my first 5K. But uh, when I started losing weight, I started eating right. I quit drinking. As a matter of fact, I haven't had a, a beer in over eight and a half years. Wow. But I, I quit doing all that kind of stuff, and the energy just came back. And then I found myself sitting around at night with, you know, bored with nothing to do except watch TV. And so I started running after work and really just haven't quit since. And that was eight and a half years ago. Yeah, amazing. And so it, so it took a little while then, did it, to – 
to, to get get into the groove. And I imagine that was partly due to like the weight loss because it's obviously it's harder, isn't it, as you're going through that journey to to do those basic exercises and to get that feel for it. Once you had quit the booze, once you you know had really started to get into a routine, what happens then? Is it just click and boom? This this is a huge part of my life. I wish it was that simple. You know, it's, it's probably like anything else. It was new. It was hard. Um, just running that first mile, I can remember just trying to run a first mile without stopping. It was hard. You know, running my first 5K was hard. <laughs> I made a, I made a reel on my Instagram about it. I got passed by a 10-year-old girl and a 70-year-old guy wearing a cowboy <laughs> hat, you know. And, uh, you know, running my first 10K was hard. But within that first year, I was able to run my first half marathon. And the way I was able to do it, I joined a local running club. It was the Dallas Running Club. And a lot of those guys were already running Boston. They were already running New York. You know, they were, and they were a lot older than me. You know, I was 51 when I started running seriously. And a lot of these guys were in their 60s and 70s. And it was very inspirational to see, you know, what they had done. And, and the thing about it is a lot of these guys told me they didn't start running until after the age of 50. Yeah. And, and I'm thinking, well, you know what? If they can do it, I can do it too. And so really what happened, I, I set my goals on qualifying for Boston. I've always been one of those people. I like huge goals. I like, you know, huge challenges. Running my first local marathon was no big challenge. I wanted to run a big one. I ran Chicago. It was my first marathon in 2015. Oh. And, uh, and then I, I wanted to qualify for Boston within a year. Well, that didn't happen. No. <laughs> It took a year and a half because I was injured so much, but I, I finally ran, ran my first Boston in 2017. So Amazing. it hasn't been easy. It's, it's been difficult, but you know, now it's getting easier as I'm getting older. And, and, and they are lofty expectations that you're setting for yourself. It's no, no mean feat at all to get, to get that BQ. Um, and you said that there'd been some injuries that hampered your progress along the way, but it's okay. Maybe if I could just take you back to your mindset around that time period of trying to take that step up first of all into marathons in general because 26.2 in any city in the world is 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 a big accomplishment but also in terms of that that really lofty goal of i want to run boston i i I want i need to achieve x to do it what do you do How, how how do you set about achieving that goal well fortunately the dallas running club had a had a program a training program that sort of surrounded Boston because a lot of the people that were I was running with were they were already qualified and they were going and I was training with them you know three or four times a week and and they were going and I I wasn't (laughs) because I hadn't qualified yet and and what I found was that the more that I tried to to stay with them and keep up with them the more I was injured Mm -hmm. and and it just I had to learn you know the, the the early years were learning years and I didn't, I didn't realize early on how important strength training was and how important running slow is, mm-hmm. things like that. But, you know, it took it took a while. But once I rounded that learning curve um, and, and really it, I didn't qualify for Boston until a day before registration started in 2016. Wow. I went to, I went to the Grand Rapids, Michigan, last chance BQ2 qualifier and qualified 24 hours before registration opened. Wow. And uh, that that's that's a big accomplishment for me at that time. 
Yeah, amazing, yeah. amazing. And tell me about that first Boston then, because I think we I mentioned a little bit in the preamble we were chatting before we started recording that um, for us here in the UK, it is seen as somewhat of a holy grail, um, you know, because of the time qualification requirements, because of the international athlete restrictions. Um, it, it, it is seen as, as a bit of a glitz and glamour uh, race, um, a bucket list item for many. Is that the same for you guys in the States? Is that is that from a marathon perspective? I mean, is that the one that everyone wants and when you get there it's something special i think it's a marathon everyone wants because it's one of the oldest and and the most respected in the entire world you know there's other marathons around all the world majors of course everyone wants to run all the majors i'd like to run london one day i'd like to yeah you know but fortunately for me boston's a three-hour flight Mm -hmm. um it's 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 easy to get to it's it's not the cheapest marathon around, but it's, you know, I don't have to leave the country to do it, but, uh, it's just, it's been, you know, since 2016, it's just been an annual thing for me to, to, to try to go back. You know, when you're at Boston and you see people walk around with jackets that have all the different years they qualified and ran it, and you see people with 10 to 15 to 20 years, of you know, ta- or, uh, uh, embroidered on their jackets, that's very motivating. And so, you know, I've qualified six times. I'll be running my fifth. Um, I, there was one year not due to COVID, I didn't get to run it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I want I want to run it ten times so I can be automatic. After after ten Boston's, you're automatic. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Amazing. Um, so so Boston happened. Uh, sorry, what 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 you said uh, first year at Boston was it 2016? Yes. 2016 okay cool um when do you pivot from running and start introducing um the bike and the swimming because obviously triathlon is a big part of your journey now as well how, how does that feature into this because you, you're achieving some pretty big things already by getting these good for age times and uh, and qualifying times for these big races so what makes you think let's let, let's throw a bike in and a swim into it as well well, believe it or not, you know, it's actually Boston that got me into triathlon <laughs> because after my first Boston in, in 2017, I was injured. I came back injured. I just thought the hills at Boston just beat the hell out of you. You know, people don't realize, you know, it's a net downhill course and, you know, you start at 450 feet higher than sea level than you finish, mm-hmm. even, even though there are a lot of ups and downs, but you're, you're ending up lower then where you started in the hills are just treacherous. And so I had a, uh, an IT band injury uh, after Boston that took about three months to heal. So I decided to buy an elliptigo. And uh, I bought an elliptigo after Boston because I, I wanted to stay fit. I didn't want to lose my fitness and started riding it. And honestly, I hated that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I hate ellipticals to begin with, but I hated the elliptigo and, and started riding it. But it, I kept fitness. Um, it got me on the bike and I decided to go ahead and just buy a bike and just ride a regular bike. And I walked into a local uh, triathlon shop here in Dallas and I didn't know anything about triathlon at that time. And, and I started asking questions and, and that's kind of where triathlon all started. Within a month, I did my first sprint triathlon and, uh, and within a year I did my first, uh, 70.3. And that was in 2018. So that's where triathlon started. You know, the, the real reason that I, I continue to do triathlon is because I love to run. Mm. And and triathlon makes it, it complements my running. You know, the strength work, 
the uh, the overall endurance aspect of triathlon complements my running. And I made a video about this a while back, but most of the good runners, the top runners at Boston are also triathletes. Oh. And, and so, you know, once I, once I realized that, found that out, it's like, well, if I'm going to improve my endurance without killing myself, killing my legs and my feet, I've got to swim. I've got to cycle. And so now my training program really revolves around all three. It's, it's, tra- it's, it's swimming, c- cycling, and running. And that's what's got me through the last two, two Bostons. It's, 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 it's really, really interesting. I think that to, to the casual observer, you would probably think that you would be taking something away from your running by, I don't know, spreading yourself across three different disciplines and, and even just away from a pure running event as such. But you, you, when, when you explain it, it makes perfect sense. You, you're effectively just doing a load of strength training ready for that next big running race, aren't you? Absolutely. You know, the swimming helps your breathing and your, your overall cardiovascular system without beating up your legs. The cycling is, uh, is lower impact, so you get the, the strength work that builds different muscle groups in your legs, but it also complements your running muscles. So, you know, overall, all three disciplines help improve your running if you do it in the right stages, you know, uh, the yeah. right periodization. You have to have the right training plan to make it work. But uh, it works. Yeah. Amazing. And, and it'd be interesting to see if any listeners suddenly decide to go and sign up to a triathlon to help with their running journeys. Um, uh, tell me a little bit. So let, let's let's strip this back to basics a little bit. I think I mentioned before we started that, you know, primarily listeners may well be runners, may well be casual or, or more dedicated runners, but maybe not so much from a, from a triathlete scene. Um, you mentioned about Ironmans. Talk to me about what goes into an Ironman. So so just just for anyone who doesn't know, can you just explain to me what an how an Ironman sets up from a distance perspective? Um, and then please just go in to talk to me about how you stepped up to to that incredible uh, feat of endurance and, uh, and 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 talk me through some 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 of those journeys. You know, I can tell you the Ironman, the, the full distance, 140.6 miles. That's the holy grail. Yeah. <laughs> of everything and, and uh when i realized that it was 140.6 miles and i had only done you know a sprint triathlon I, I i never thought i would do a full triathlon i didn't think it was possible you know um for instance you know a, a sprint triathlon the swimming typically is 300 meters it takes six or seven minutes mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know, the, sw- the swimming in a full distance iron man is 2.4 miles wow you know, and uh, the, the very first time I really realized how far that was, I was sitting at a restaurant at a local lake, and I looked out across that lake, and I could barely see the other side of it, and it wasn't two miles. No. <laughs> and I'm no. thinking, I got to swim farther than that, my first full-distance Ironman. But, you know, really, a, a full-distance Ironman is 2.4 miles in the swimming. It's 112 miles cycling. And then a full 26.2 miles running. And um, you have 17 hours to do it. Wow. You know, that's that's the cutoff. And, you know, a lot of people, it takes them 15, 16, 17 hours to finish, depending on which Ironman it is. So um, I started with 70.3s, which is half distance. So, you know, 140.6 is full distance. 70.3 is half distance or a half Ironman. And I did five or six of those before I actually accomplished or, or even tried to tackle my first full, which was at Ironman Tulsa last year. But, 
once I, I finished the Ironman Tulsa, I, I really told myself this isn't that big of a deal. It's, it's really just, it's a day, a day long training effort really is what it is. It starts about seven o'clock in the morning and ends about eight or nine o'clock at night, <laughs> yeah. you know, and uh, once you kind of look at it like that, then it's really not that big of a deal. One, one of the things that I've noticed the way you talk is you talk with a, a really impressive sense of calmness about your achievements. I think I think some people could look at, at that kind of a feat, that kind of a, a mountain to climb, metaphorically speaking, and be really quite panicked by it. Talk to me about the importance of your mindset, of your mental strength when it comes to undertaking these kind of things. And and, and, and I guess what I'm getting at, is I, I don't just mean specifically in terms of running an Ironman triathlon, but, you know, you do talk a lot on your social media. You talk a lot about when you're trying to motivate and share your story with people about the importance of positive mindset. Tell me a little bit about how it factors and features in your journey. You know, there's there's a lot that goes into it. Um, but my mindset as of right now, I mean, I'll be 60 years old next month. I'm not a spring chicken. Um, but my mindset is that I want to keep doing this into my 60s, my 70s, even my 80s if I can. And one of the reasons I say that is because I, there's a lot of people, even at Boston, there was five people, five guys over the age of 80 at the last Boston that finished the race, mm-hmm. 80 to 85 years old. You know, that's amazing. Um, when I was at Ironman Tulsa last year, there were several guys over the age of 80 that finished the full Ironman, you know, probably 15 or 20 in their 70s that finished it. So, you know, looking back, my mindset is that this is not something I'm going to just do right now or, or this week or this month. This is something I want to keep doing for a long, long time. And so really, regardless of how I, I do in these individual events, my goal is just to keep training and just keep moving forward and and keep keep moving because I, I know I know what the the opposite of that is is sitting on the couch and doing nothing yeah <laughs> and, and you know and getting lethargic and losing my fitness and you know losing muscle mass possibly getting Parkinson's disease or dementia I mean the list goes that's that's what scares me more than anything mm-hmm. is it, just knowing that if I don't do what I'm doing now, that's probably where I'm headed in, you know, 10 to 15 years. And so that's my main motivator is just to live. It's not to add life to my years. It's to uh, add years to my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So that's what I want to do. Good, good words. We'll, We'll circle back round on the motivational side of things. I think before we finish, but before we move away, from from the Ironmans, the triathlons, the you know the, the marathons, you've obviously you set yourself very ambitious goals. You've you know you've got a lot that you want to achieve. Like you said, it's not about one specific event; it's about continuing to achieve and deliver as 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 you continue to advance in years. Um, what does training look like for you? Like, do you do you have like a train? Do you have training blocks that build towards certain events, or is it more of just a continuous cycle of fitness that you try to maintain throughout the year? No, the continuous training uh, cycles don't work. Um, mm-hmm. I've tried that in the past. I tried, you know, creating my own training plans, and basically, it leads to burnout. Mm-hmm. It leads to injury and burnout. You have to go through periods of what they call periodization, and you know, at some point, your body has to rest. And so, 
you know, fortunately, the, the winter is sort of my resting time, but it's also a time when I'm building fitness uh, and, and building strength. So an example of that is, you know, I was running 60 miles a week, 70 miles a week when I was training for Boston. Now I'm running 25 miles a week. And I, but I'm doing, you know, three or four hours of swimming. I'm doing five or six hours of cycling. And, and then the running comes at the end. So overall, it's not as, as damaging to my body, just the running is. Mm. But, you know, the, the, the periodization is important. And if you don't have a, a quality plan, especially one that's designed for your age and, and maybe your gender, uh, you're going you're gonna to set yourself up for disappointment. And, uh, and once I realized that, you know, I, did, I got hooked up with some, some, some quality coaches, some quality plans. And that, that's really what adds the fun into it for me is knowing that I'm not the only one on this particular plan and, and other people are doing it. And they may be 10 or 15 years older than me, but they're following the same plan and they're still healthy and they're still doing it. So that's what, that's what keeps me motivated. Yeah. Brill. Um, talking about motivation, and I said I'd circle back round onto it. You do have a growing uh, presence, if you want to call it that, on, on social media. And you have a real theme and consistency to the message that you're trying to deliver. Talk to me about the role that that plays within the journey. You know, when I started my, I call it my athletic journey. Mm-hmm. You know, you can call it a running journey, but my athletic journey about eight and a half years ago, um, a lot of it revolved around what I was seeing going on around me with my, my friends, my circle of friends. And, uh, a lot of it, I blame on my wife (laughs) (laughs) because, you know, when Facebook started getting popular, you know, 10 years ago or longer than that, probably, you know, all of our high school friends started showing back up in our lives. And they wanted to go party. They wanted to go drinking. They wanted to go to football games. They wanted to go to baseball games. You know, that's that's the sports in America. We don't do mm. too much soccer here. But, uh, you know, so we started hanging out. And, and what I, I noticed was that we were all getting fatter. <laughs> we, we were all getting unhealthier. And, and a lot of them were really unhealthy. And then, and then people started having some serious health issues, heart attacks. Uh, one of them needed a kidney transplant. One of them needed a heart transplant. And I'm sitting there looking around thinking, man, is this what I've got to look forward to the rest of my life? And so, you know, the bottom line is I, I decided to really kind of save myself <laughs> from, from a lot of that. And I don't, I don't plan on quitting anytime soon. I mean, it's, it's, it's been one solid journey. And like I said before, as far as the motivation, it's just, it's, I want to keep doing this as long as I can because primarily the health aspect of it is what motivates me. Yeah. Do do, do you find that then um, having had those, I don't want to call them negative interactions on social media because, of course, there's a whole different side to it. You you know, you're reconnecting with old friends. You you know, you're having positive experiences from from one side. But I guess the fact that it's clearly resonated with you, it's clearly stuck with you, you know, that – seeing people that you might not have seen for a long time and suddenly they've got older and they might have gotten healthier. It's clearly stuck with you and and it forms a basis for your journey. Is that why you're trying so hard with the positivity of your message 
on social media, on the Instagram account, on, you know, the, the videos that you share, you know, the message of just it. I always see on your videos, it's, you know, point one, don't quit, do not quit, keep going. Do you find that maybe one has, has I guess, impacted the other? It, it's a case of you've seen the negative through through the social media, through reconnecting with people. So now let's try and reconnect with people for a positive. You know, there's a. Um... I guess the aspect of it that I look at is I'm in my fifties. I'll be 60. Mm -hmm. Most of the people that I know that try to get into this at some point, you know, after the age of let's say 45, they, they stick with it for a few weeks, a few months. They might, they might even run one or two marathons and then they take a break mm -hmm. and that break gets longer <laughs> mm -hmm. and it gets longer. And then all of a sudden they've lost fitness and trying to gain that fitness back is, is difficult. And, and most of the people I know that are my age that have, have followed that route, they quit entirely. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what I'm trying to do with my Instagram feed is to motivate people not to quit, you know, just keep doing it. Just keep moving at whatever pace that is. Um, you know, for a lot of people, it, it's nothing more than just getting out and walking. I talk about that a lot. If, mm -hmm. if nothing more, get out and walk two or three miles a day. It, it's less than an hour of exercise to walk two or three miles. Mm -hmm. but, but most people thinking, oh, I got to go walk three miles. I mean, to them, that's it blows their mind, you know. But, you know, last night I, I ran nine miles in an hour and 15 minutes. I mean, mm -hmm. it, it doesn't take that long. I did it after work. So, you know, um, but yeah, it's, it's just, you, you can't quit. You can't stop because if you do, if you do quit, you do stop. You're probably not going to start back up when you get to be my age. If you're younger, it's easier to get back into it. But I'm, I'm telling you when, you know, when, when arthritis starts setting in and you feel tired and you're, you're, you have no energy running is probably the last thing on your, your mind when you get home from work. Yeah, sure. No, re re really good and really important message about just just keeping moving and keeping active. And you never know what that will build on to become, will you? Because it's like you said, you know, you started somewhere. You were struggling in those first few months to do that 5K and, and, and look at what you're achieving now. Speaking about what you're achieving now, uh, as, as we, we've been chatting for over 25 minutes now, it, it's absolutely flown by. Um, but I couldn't leave this conversation without looking at what comes next for you. You've talked about the overriding desire to be to just keep going you've, you've also mentioned that you know it's less about the individual event and it's more about the consistency um from, from a running from a triathlon perspective do you have any big goals in mind is it is it more of the same coming up or is there still you know another golden goose another holy grail to chase that you've got in your crosshairs you know as far as triathlon i've i've pretty much accomplished everything I, I set out to accomplish. I even was invited to the Ironman World Championships in St. George, yeah. Utah this year. Yeah. I didn't go because Boston was two weeks before. Um, I really hadn't trained for it, but I, you know, that was a goal to get to that. I, mm -hmm. I would like to go to Kona sometime or someday. I, I qualified for the uh, Ironman 70.3 Worlds in Finland next year. That was a goal. Um, I think overall, it's just I, I want to remain consistent, mm -hmm. and I'm having fun on Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's I'm having fun, and 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 sometimes if you watch my videos, I'm poking fun at people because they're not trying hard enough. 
you know, and I get I get uh, some haters because of that sometimes. But, you know, when you get to be 50, 60, 65 years old, you know, you got to do something to keep keep moving, because if you don't, like I said before, you're going to quit and you're you're not going to start doing it again. And that, that's the worst thing in the world, you know, to, to be 65, 70 years old and not even have the energy to get off the couch. And uh, I, I want to have the energy when I'm 70, 75 to go run a full marathon, you know, do a, do a full Ironman. And, and that's 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 the, the consistency over the years is really my goal. Yeah, that, that, that's the long term goal. It's not about setting the the, the short. I know you've, I know you've got certain events that you were saying and, and you know, World Championships amazing. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be great to get over to Finland, I'm sure, and an absolute bucket list item. But it's more about, you know, still being moving and still being active and. And, and like you said, get, getting 75 and still spashing out Boston, I imagine. Yep. Yeah. That's my goal. Just stay active and stay healthy and uh, as long as I can. Yeah, yeah. And continuing to be an absolute feature and a superstar on Instagram as well. Uh, Ron, if people want to give you a follow on social media, uh, rondawson.try. Is that where they can get you on, on the gram? That's it. rondawson.try. And uh, this is terrible research on my part, so I do apologise. Instagram is the main one, isn't it? There's not a TikTok or a YouTube account that sits behind it. It's it's mainly through the the IG, right? Right now, it's pretty much all Instagram. I have I started an Inst- a TikTok account, but I haven't done much with it. I don't have any of my personal videos on YouTube yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty much a grammar. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, so are we. So absolutely no problem with that whatsoever. Uh, it's the the pinnacle, we'll call it, of social media. So uh, listen, uh, Ron, before I let you go, so before I get back to your busy day in Texas, um, is there anything we've not covered? Anything you wanted to mention? Anyone you to shout out, say hello to? Anything I've missed out before I let you go, sir? You know, if there was one overriding uh, theme about our whole conversation and my whole journey on Instagram, it's just you got to keep moving. Mm-hmm. Ne- never give up. Never stop. You know, don't. And regardless of how bad life seems to be, sometimes running always makes it better. Mm. It just always does. And you know, if you if you start eating the right foods, you start moving daily, you'll find you feel better. You have better health. You won't be on prescription medication, and you'll live longer. So that's the message. And, and a great message that I couldn't possibly build on. So we'll leave it there. So at uh, 30 minutes on the button, a true professional uh, you are. Uh, thank you so much for your time. I really, really appreciate it. Absolutely. Appreciate you having me on. And that, my tiny four foot fellow, was Mr. Ron Dawson, all the way from the United States of America. Oh, <laughs> lo- lo- love the accent. Awesome. Yeah. Just What, what tell- his accent, his accent or mine? Well, not obviously not yours. Yours is just oh. like... Like like your accent. No, right. Good joke. You really really, really ripped me then. Carry on. <laughs> oh, yeah, your accent shit is as good. Not better. His is good. It's his accent. I was doing an impression. I didn't, that didn't sound like his accent at all. So I don't know what you were doing there. But anyway, didn't it? Didn't it? How do you know what his accent is, Mike? What? How do you know what his accent is? Because I've heard him on the on the show. Just. That you, you've definitely listened to at time of recording. <laughs> you throw him under the bus again. Where in where in America is Ron Dawson from, Matt? Uh, Texas. Right, that was on that was on the graphic, so you know that's not a good thing. Um, <laughs> where, where, where did Ron Dawson uh, win this year at a seventy point three Ironman? Corner. 
No, it was Waco. Uh, you've not listened to it, so there's no point in me asking you what you think of it, is there? No, not really. No, I haven't had time. I've been busy running, as you probably heard in the start of this show. Right. And now you're sat in your car. Now I'm sat in my car, waiting to pick, uh, pick my stepson up. Yes, it's the joys and the tribulations of a fucking parent. Very good. So, I don't really know. We can't really do this bit, can we? What did you think? What do you think of Ron? Well, I thought he was great. Thanks for asking. Yeah, really nice. Really good guy. Um, super focused, super driven. Um, mm-hmm. I, I felt, I definitely felt like I came out of the conversation, like invigorated, like he is infectious in his mentality. Like yeah. he's very like focused on what he wants out of life and what he wants out of running and out of triathlon. And it's, in, it's inspirational what he's achieved, particularly someone who's picked up running uh, later in life. Um, but I love the mentality of just, he's not going for a, a goal specifically in terms of a race. His goal is he just wants to keep on running because he knows it'll make his quality of life better and make his life longer and, and, um, and, and make him and enjoy those, those endorphins and those wins more. So, um, you know, his goal is just to keep going and keep getting better and keep pushing the boundary of what he can achieve. And I think that's an amazing, you don't have to be running, uh, you don't have to be doing Ironmans or running ultra marathons to, to have that mentality. You know, even if you are, if that goal is just to get from couch to 5k, I think that's still the, the, such a brilliant attitude to have. And um, yeah, I, I came out of it with a big smile on my face, really, really focused. I, I thought he was a great guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like seeing his uh, his posts on uh, Instagram and stuff. His, his stories quite motivational, uh, the stuff that he, the posts out there. Yeah, that's all good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And then you just have to go listen to it now, aren't you? Uh, yes, I will. After When we, when we release this episode, we'll, uh, I'll, I'll give us another listening figure and I'll give it a listen. Thanks, mate. Such a professional. <laughs> right. <laughs> Next segment. Next, Next segment. segment. Yeah. I, 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 I did this segment last time, didn't I? I? I thought I did a pretty good job of it. And I, I, you know what? I wanted to be on the other side of it this time. So can you can you do it this time? Can you do the segment? Can you introduce it? Mm, why would you like me to introduce it, Matt? But why, why do you think? Well... Well, I know why. Oh my God, you are so frustrating. This is my moment. You are so this annoying. This is my perfect moment. We're <laughs> You're so annoying. Like, uh, you know that I know we're setting up the segment, but why? Like, why? Why did you ask me? You just ruin everything, Ben and Emma. You're right. yeah that was so good love it matt love it um so so of course you you guys had a name for me last year last last week so we had a name for you guys so what have you got for us uh ma bema i i went for bemat none of them as good as rebema i I like mine though that i came up with jesus christ what is yours Bemansa. Be- Bem- what? Bemansa. Bemansa. Bem- a tiny dancer. Be- oh my god, that is shocking. Oh, Matthew. That's you really bad. Yourself down. Oh. Really bad. Um, well, I don't know uh, where Mabem- to go from there. <laughs> let's, let's go with Mabema. Mabema. 
still no Rabama. But the reason, I mean, we've introduced this segment absolutely terribly, guys, and I blame Matt entirely for it. You give him a little bit of freedom, a little bit of responsibility, and you just find him in the corner shagging a bucket with a hole in it. (laughs) Absolute knobhead. So, the, the context is that there's been a couple of weeks in this series where I have tagged along to your partner and antics. Therefore, Bema has become Rob Emma because we've all talked about it together. This week, slightly differently, I did not go to Parkrun, but you had another willing and able third, a sidekick, as it will, to join the Parkrun power couple, didn't you, Ben and Emma? And shock horror, spoiler alert, who could it have been? Guys, oh, only Tiny Dancer. <laughs> See, Matt, that's how you introduce the segment. Yeah. Not just You're by some... not just by shouting out what you've decided to call yourself. Oh, all right. And singing you know Mar- and apparently singing Martin McCutch. <laughs> <laughs> right. So now we've established that Ben, Emma, Matt, where did you go to park run this week? <laughs> So we went to Trentham Gardens in Stoke. So this was because Matt had to drop his daughter off at Alton Towers and said he was going to be down that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so we took that as a perfect excuse just to go for some tourism that's a bit further away from home. Uh, and, it, and it is a little bit further away, isn't it? How long was the drive for you guys? About an hour and 40 minutes. Okay. It's oh, because we're ticking ones off that are within an hour's radius, we kind of think every few weeks maybe we should go a bit further afield so that we don't get to a point where there's just nothing close to home that we have. Mm, and then and then every week's going to be a two-hour drive away. <laughs> no, it's going to get to that point, isn't it? But mm, yeah. I'm so ready for that. I so know, we know you're ready for it. You live for it. <laughs> we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Think, 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 think of all that planning you'd have to do every Saturday, Ben. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> I've already been looking in North Scotland. It's the logistical wet dream, isn't it? The problem, the problem <laughs> is, is I, I'm really good at early mornings and, and I don't mind long drives. I've got to drag this one out of bed, though. But if I, if I buy her a nice blanket and pillow for the car, she might come along. I presume, yeah, yeah. I presume you're talking about Emma, not Matt. <laughs> well, either. <laughs> Good. Pick Good. me, pick me, pick me. <laughs> You're such a pick me girl. Um, so you were in Stoke. Tell me all about it. Uh, Matt, you you can take the lead on this one. Come on. Oh yeah. Uh, I think it, it was a one lap course. Uh, you think you think it was a one lap course? What, you what think you you did it, didn't you? How many laps was it? It was it was a one lap course. Well, you don't think then? You know, don't you? I didn't say. I didn't... You didn't say I think. No. Well, I think there's evidence that you did say, I think. You did. You definitely did. Did I say? I might have been... I was probably going to say something else. I'm not, I'm not good at this this segment, or any other segment for that matter. I'm no good at talking. <laughs> no, it was it was a one-lap course. It was beautiful, beautiful course. It's probably the best best course I've ever done. Um, Ooh, high standards. It is, yes. I mean, you, you, you've done upwards of four other park runs, so that's <laughs> impressive. <laughs> No, I've done tw- I've done 21 part runs and I think I've done 11 different venues. So it's, I've, done, I've done a few. So, uh, yeah, but it, it was very nice. It's a lap course, um, quick, pretty tight to set off with. Yeah, run by a little uh, like down by a little river, uh, past the entrance, uh, past a couple of cafes, 
Uh, you run over a, a, a narrow bridge. Uh, the run director says that there were forge that uh, you run through, uh, that you can't run through, sorry. They advise you not to run through a ford uh, where the water passes through. Whether any people at the front did or not, I'm not sure. But we, we stuck to the rules, ran over the bridge, um, round some wooded area into like a, a, a gravel trail path. What kind uh, of gravel, uh, Matt? It was compact gravel. Oh, you dirty girl. Yes, uh, headed round round this side of the lake, um, through more wooded areas, up high above the uh, above above the lake to the highest point in the in the gardens. Uh, beautiful scenery around there. There's lots of different um, statues and and carvings that pe- that people have done into trees and stuff like that. Uh, there was a purple sign up there as well, I believe, Ben, but we, we didn't catch a picture of it. Uh, there's yeah. Trentham Gardens. It was just a sign on some random building. Oh, so not a part from purple sign. It wasn't a, a purple, purple sign. sign. No, uh, ben was teasing with the idea of dragging it down to the to the start line and taking a picture. <laughs> of course of he was. Of course he was. <laughs> uh, yes. So we headed past that cafe um, over a cattle grid, round a little, little loop. Uh, Back to the cattle grids, uh, down towards the uh, the lake again, which perfect perfect views of the uh, Italian gardens, which were beautiful. Um, past more statues and uh, and models that people have made. This is a Be- very in depth course description. Yeah, it was a be- it was a beautiful course through the gardens around the. Little oh, he's, st- oh, he's still going. He didn't he didn't he didn't take that hint to stop. Sorry, mate. Carry on. Around the bend to the finish. Pretty- <laughs> Very good, Matt. I felt like I was there. I felt like I was with you. <laughs> yeah, well, it was it was good. That was quite in depth. That um, I was definitely definitely tempted to run through the Ford, mm-hmm. but, yes. they, but they had marshals there that it probably wouldn't have been advised. Nope. Um, it was very tight at the start. Luckily, I'd read uh, in the week that it's very slow starting. So even though we were just going to plod it round, we started near the front. Uh, just to be that annoying group of people that starts at the front when we're not going yep. that fast. Um, but it was wise to do that. Um, but yeah, no, it was lovely. I mean, it was a bit grim, the weather-wise. It wasn't raining like it had suggested it might, but it was overcast. But I mean, yeah, it did. It did all look beautiful, really. And I'm sure in the summertime, when all the flowers are blooming and everything around the gardens as well, it'd look even more stunning. Uh, a one-lap course. I, I decided to do some research in all my all my venues that I've been to, and that was only the sixth one-lap course that I've done. I don't count wow. outbacks, by the way. Um, mm. I don't count. It's got to be a, a, a full loop in there. And, yeah, so so it was nice to do a one-lapper. And we had a special guest there as well. And I'm not talking about Matty. No, I was going to say, Matt, I was going to say, Matt's not that special. Who was your, uh, who was your special guest? So we had Dame Kelly Holmes there herself. Oh, of course you did, didn't you? That's exciting. Why was she there? Just because is it her local or is she doing like a tour of different park runs? What's what's the sitch? I don't I don't know. I couldn't hear. I couldn't hear her. She was stood on the bench chatting and there were too many. It was quite busy. I think there were three hundred and ninety-nine people oh. there. And yeah, um, she, she set she set up a like a, a military boot camp fitness thing uh, in the area. Um, right. During lockdown, and I think she she was there to support one of the runners that was there. Uh, she was wishing everybody well, telling everybody congratulations for getting up and getting out there. And she also said she was just taking it easy. Um, I think that was just an excuse because we actually beat her. 
Uh, round the round the park. So uh, yeah, we beat an Olympian. There you go. Well done. Proud of yourself. Win it on my CV, pal. <laughs> beat an Olympian at park run. Very good. Very good. But that's <laughs> a mate. I love love Dame Kelly Holmes. What a mm. legend. And she's been a big part of park run and off, hasn't she? She's she's always popping yeah. up in places, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, we did. We did. It was funny because. When she stood up on the bench, I'm looking, I'm thinking, I know her. Where, where do I know her from? Where is that? I know her. Oh I know that bitch. <laughs> oh, you useless little bastard. Um, just, just to point out, Ben, when it's a Rabema Parkrun segment, I don't interrupt you nearly as much as this. No, no, I, I understand. You've got, he's having his moment, though. I'm, ex- I'm excited. I've done it again. Oh, I'm excited. I've <laughs> <laughs> shot me low too early. I'm excited. <laughs> Oh, so Marty McCutcheon again. He's, a, he's he's never coming again. But no, 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 apparently in 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 either sense. No. Um, where do we go from here then? Uh, how was um? Oh, tell me about uh, achievements. Anything on the old five k app? Did Ben had sign anyone up to the five k app? How, was uh, was Richard Hammond not there? Oh no, Richard Hammond this week. Oh, God damn it. Ben wasn't volunteering this week either because the volunteer roster was already full. One of the local running clubs had taken over the volunteering. Mm-hmm. Um, they had an impressive wall of barcode scanners who you just could not get past without uh, <laughs> being scanned. They wouldn't like let you out of the gardens. It was quite interesting. Mm. Uh, yeah, Military operation. The gardens itself, you have to pay to go in the gardens. But for park run, I mean, like there's a there's a set of big iron gates that they let you through if you're there specifically for park run. But then as soon as you're done, they want you out. And, right. and actually two like on site security people just watching people making mm. sure they were leaving. So, yeah, I mean, it's, had- it's, it, I mean, it's fair enough, I guess, isn't it? They're good enough to let you use what I assume is private garden area, a private, a private, you know, grounds. It's fair enough yeah. in it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you can pay to go back in if you want to, but yeah. we'd just run we'd just run around it and see it Sped wrapped. Exactly. Um we found we found something that we never thought we'd find there as well, actually. Mm-hmm. We 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 found somebody smaller than Matthew. I saw. We did. I, we did, didn't we, Matt? You you felt for that. For that 20, 30 seconds that we were running next to that person and past them, mm. you felt like mm. Mm. Oh. you could I mean, see him. He puffed his chest out and uh, <laughs> it like jogged alongside him, and uh, he had a massive grin on his face once we went past. I always find it's. It, I always find it quite inspiring to let children do part run. Nah. <laughs> I'd love, to, I'd love to agree with you, Rob, and say that it was a child, but it definitely wasn't. It was just another tiny dancer. Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe a cousin. Was that your cousin, Matt? <laughs> no, it wasn't my cousin. Oh, so that John and Gail's love child. <laughs> you, had, you had to, didn't you? No, no, they had to. They am. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine, Matt? What if you had a little brother or sister out there? Anyway, we're, anyway. We're, we're detracting from the 5K up. So yes. Um, no bugger all for me. Um, I. I because I because I wasn't volunteering, I thought, right, perfect opportunity. Have a nice steady run round, finish in one of the higher positions. There's a lot of position bingos that I need that are in the higher section. Mm-hmm. I've got to be in with a good chance of this. Um 
but no, just just no. I think what did we come like 106, 167th? I think I was, and I've I've already got 67. So that was a disaster. Um, M, didn't you need the one that Matty got? Um, maybe, yeah, maybe. Did Matt did Matt take your position in position bingo? There's but no I, what position you're in when you're running those kind of times. Oh, there? I'd still find a way to blame Matt for it. Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I needed that position anyway, so I got a position. That's even worse, Matt. <laughs> You've, like, barged Emma out of the way to get your position bingo. You need all the positions as well. I guarantee you don't need just that one position in that area. He's only run about five part runs. Exactly. So he must need a lot of positions. Exactly. So, no, no, no other 5K app challenges for us yeah. that probably got a whole host of them but he doesn't know how to use the 5k app. we've not got, got the eight, time got eight, we've probably, not got the time yeah. or the energy on this podcast to teach him how to do that what sorry you've got eight have you you proved me wrong here, yeah probably yeah uh, uh alpha alphabet here yeah power alpha club yeah what carry on freight frame club whatever that yeah. is yeah. monthly namely Position bingo, date bingo, tourist. Nice. Yeah, that, nice. That's pretty good, mate. Well done. Yeah. Um, Thanks. So, I mean, that that's that's pretty much the part run done. Just just while we're on it and we're on about tourism, uh, I'm just putting the feelers out there. I'm going to get this out now before we talk about cafes. Mm. That was my 94th different venue. Now. Coming up on the 17th of December, I will be running my 100th different venue. Um, I'm going to be putting a message in the WhatsApp group and I'm going to message a few other people who I know are part run addicts. But what I'd like, and it, if you can, you can. If you can't, you can't. I understand there's traveling involved. But I've decided on my 100th venue. It's going to be on the 17th of December and it's going to be at Heaton Park in Manchester. So anybody listening that's available and um, and is willing to travel and come and join me for my 100th, I'd love to have you there. If you're not, I'm sure Emma will do it justice and uh, cheer me on. But uh, yeah, anybody else that's uh, available, if you want to come to Heaton Park on the 17th of December, it'd be nice to see you. We'll get some graphics out and stuff made. That's got Matt written all over that, hasn't it? And I tell you what, lovely venue, very central. We all love Manchester. I've not done Heaton Park Run, but I've done. I've been to Heaton for a run through event, and it is a lovely park as well. It's big too, isn't it? So, um, it'll be a, it'll be a good one. Plenty of space, plenty of good views, plenty of opportunity for Matt to give us a play by play account of every meter of the course afterwards. Definitely. Looking forward to it. Anyway, good. Tell tell me about the breakfast. Uh, so we there were a few places for breakfast because it's next to a big garden centre and then it's also next to some outlet shop uh, an outlet shopping centre so there's two cafes in there there's also two cafes in the park so you're spoilt for choice um, but yeah we picked one that was recommended on the park room page Ben and Matt got a mega breakfast, a mega breakfast. I, got, I got a traditional breakfast now no. a few people have commented on the fact that Ben put this picture on Matt took a picture of Ben and his mega breakfast, and I didn't realise I was in the frame. Mm, and Matt's, Matt's wide-angle lens strikes again, doesn't it? <laughs> My breakfast came, and it looked like a kid's breakfast. <laughs> really good. And in this picture, my face just says it all. I'm just kind of... <laughs> just looking really sad. 
Yeah. So yes, great picture. And and where was the cafe you guys went to? Sorry, did it have a name? Do you know the name? It was called Rotisserie. Um, it was all right. It was just bog standard. The coffee was crap. Yeah. The coffee was crap. <laughs> I knew no, that here he is. He's been, far, he's been far too chipper and positive this episode, no. hasn't he? I was waiting for something to be wrong with it. He had got a purple sign. Have you not moaned about that yet, Ben? No, no. I'd come to terms with that before I got there. It's a relatively right. newish event, and they, they, anything that's new post COVID, they just don't have a purple sign really. So. I, I, I get used to it. When you go to all these different venues, you're going to end up going to one that hasn't got a purple sign. We deal with it. We move on. We just make sure that the following week there is a purple sign. Yeah, make sure you stop being drip fed. Like a heroin addict, almost. Like you're getting some kind of um, <laughs> methadone. Is it methadone they give heroin addicts? You're still getting a little, little drip, drip fed while you're in recovery. Very good. Um, so the breakfast was okay. My mind was... Mine was super because Ben Ben bought me mine, bless him. Thank you very much, Ben. I appreciate it. So Mate. are you are, are you basing the quality of breakfast purely on the fact that it was free? <laughs> <laughs> Any free breakfast is an awesome breakfast, mate. <laughs> ben knows this. You know this. Just just you smear can't. just smear feces on toast. As long as I have to pay for it, <laughs> Matt will chew it and smile. <laughs> you might as well have put yeah, feces right. on toast when we got Ben did with his breakfast. You've had mayonnaise on it. What the hell is all that about? Mmm, mayonnaise <laughs> on black pudding and mayonnaise on egg and oh yeah. That is, that is controversial. Mayonnaise is a yeah. breakfast condiment. Oh, don't knock it till you've tried it. That feels like an argument for the Fartlight family WhatsApp group, if I'm honest. It does. Oh yeah, that's gonna that's gonna upset some people. That's gonna cause some real I can already see it. Thursday morning. Who will it be first? Doug, Doug. probably. Doug, yeah. Doug, <laughs> Doug 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 will have something to say by ten AM. Thursday morning about mayonnaise on breakfast. Doug, we cannot wait to hear your opinion. I think this has got Gary Gary Ludwin's name on it and all. I feel he's he's normally stuff like that. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a couple in there that are food instigators on the group. I'm not an influencer. I just do what I like. If you don't like it, sod off. I don't care. I love. Good man. I like it. I like it. There you go. Just 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 flying your mayo flag. Yep, I, I, I have mayo with most things, to be fair. Uh, but yeah, cafe, other than that, cafe was great, apart from the crap coffee. Um, and the Outland Village was, was really good. I mean, there was, I mean, like the shops were competing with each other. You walk past one, 50% off, walk to the next one, 60% off, walk to the next one, 70% off. It's like the further in you got, the, the more discount there was. Wow. I spent under quid and bought two coats. Really nice coats, actually. There you go. So it's a day out, isn't it? Alton Towers yeah. on the way back. Amazing. Do you know what? You could spend a bit of time there. Uh, and we did. I don't think. Well, what time did we leave? About 12-ish? Something like that? 12 yeah. after 12? So well, like, you, you, you had had a two-hour drive to get there, so probably needed to at least yeah. make a little bit of a morning of it. Exactly. But Very great. good. One definitely recommend it. Probably save it for the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, see it in its full glory. But lovely park run, start near the front. Road shoes are fine. Um, and yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was another another good one. No, number ninety four. I'm happy with that one. We're getting there, and a hundred is going to be at Heaton Park on the seventeenth of December. Right, that segment's over and massively, guys. So let's get straight into a roll call. Ma. Hit me with some theme song, baby. All right, partner. You know what time it is. 
keep roll calling, baby. Keep roll calling, 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 calling. What? Now, I do believe, gentlemen and lady, that we're going to have uh, a little bit of a theme to this week's roll call, aren't we? Um, there are two particular people who are going to be shouted out quite um, uh, regularly uh, for their uh, transatlantic adventures. But let's not ruin the surprise too much. Um, who wants to start this week? Emma? Yeah, sure. It's our very own Gary Ludwin, and he's shouting out, well, to our New York finishers, boom, orange carrot. Enjoy that medal. Mm, very good. Thank you, Gary. And we won't we won't go into who those finishers are to ruin the surprise, but you'll find out very, very soon. Ben, who's next? Um, I'm going to avoid the next one then because it does give them away. I'm mm-hmm. going to go to not, not bad for a fat dad, Adam. Um, shouting out himself for completing half marathon 40 out of 50 for the year at Tatton on Saturday. I believe in somewhat adverse weather conditions as well. He's getting there, isn't he? We're very, very close to that 50, uh, which we, it will be on the 28th of December, I do believe. So we'll, we'll, uh, me and JP are going out to support Adam. I don't know if anyone else is, uh, is joining him on that half marathon. It should be a good one. Yeah, I'll be there. Don't you worry. Superstar, even better, family represented. Uh, Matty Owls. Don't know why it's called you by your Instagram handle. <laughs> it's because it's I'm looking at Instagram handles. So just, just, just give me the next one. Uh, shall I not give it away then just yet? Shall I carry on with the, with yeah, the theme? Yeah, no, but... no, yeah, go on. I'll, I'll, I'll do them. I will do that one all at one of the ends. So if it mentions that marathon that might have right. happened in that city, in that country, avoid mm. it and do another one. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Lord of the Running, uh, to all Fartlek family for being amazing to each other. So much love in the chat. Agreed, agreed. Yeah. yeah. Everyone loves each other in, in, the, in the WhatsApp group and in the uh, Instagram. Everyone's sharing the love. Yeah, nice one, Pete. Um, Emma, back to you. Uh, so, be happy underscore runner. Uh, Ooh, yeah, B, B's got a new um, username, actually. Yeah, that threw me as well. It's thrown me off. Uh, she's tooting her own trumpet. She's only sec- only six seconds off my fastest part run time for this year. Boom recovery. That's not that's not boom orange carrot. That confused what? me as well. Uh, <laughs> but 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 you know what, B? So you should toot toot. Right. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, Ben. Okay, um, so this one is from Marky Runs on Coffee, um, and he is shouting out Ed, Mr. Lanky Legs Keeps Running, for smashing out, now he's put 10k, but I'm pretty sure it was a slightly long 5k, uh, and Ed only went and won it. He only went and bloody won it. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's, he's, he's long legs, isn't it? It's the cadence. That's Should it. be beating people. Yeah. He's like, like a racehorse. Um, but yeah, yeah, well done, it. Cadence didn't beat anyway. Cadence didn't race this week. No, don't, don't. That joke wasn't funny in series one, and it's not funny now because it it it, it's based on the premise that everyone knows that your daughter is called Cadence, and not everybody knows that, Matt. No. Uh, Sheffield Striders uh, got one here. Uh, Emma and Matt's dad for running the Guy Fawkes ten miler. (laughs) <laughs> we just, can we just add a little bit? Emma, would you like to add a little bit of context uh, about why you ran with Matt's dad on Sunday? Uh, my friend John uh, is very small. Is very small. <laughs> <laughs> End of story! 
And he's John's John's in his, you know, probably in his fifties. So everybody thinks that he could be Matt's dad. Mm, yeah, this all this all started. We went to uh, Frickley Frickley County, was it Park Run? Yeah. About about six nine was it about nine months ago now, wasn't it? And um, and John came along. It was the first time we met him. And Matt didn't come along. I think Matt was supposed to come, but then bagged out. But we basically replaced him with <laughs> with with Matt's dad. Um, which was that's, that's the end of the story. I think I'll be honest. Anything I say beyond that is just going to ruin this, Emma's perfect delivery of he's small. <laughs> He's very small. He's very, he's very small. He could be Matt's dad. Um, very good. But well, well done to you, Emma, and well done to Matt's dad as well. Well done, John. A really nice bloke as well, isn't he? So uh, fair play. Um, uh, before we move on, Emma, Guy Fawkes, very quickly, horrible course, isn't it? Isn't it super, super hilly? It is. Yeah, it's a really tough course. Um, bumped into Dominic Camponi whilst running up the biggest hill. Um, mm-hmm. And he commented at the time, he's like, I'm like, oh, all right, Dominic, how are you doing? And he's like, oh, Ben's picture on Instagram will make him laugh. Why didn't you get the bigger breakfast? He's haunting you, this, this bre- one breakfast choice where you'll never live it down. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, brilliant. And, then, uh, and he shot off and finished miles in front of us, of course, but yeah. Very quick, any blessing. Um, very good. Uh, and then Emma will stick with you. Do you want to do the? Lo- I think it's the last. Oh no, the, yeah, the last non non New York one. So it's Scottish underscore runner. Um, I'm not sure I know this one. Do we know this one's name? Scottish runner. No, no. We, um, he made um, he posted our about Joe's episode. Um, his his name's not on um his Instagram. Uh, because when he first posted, he uh, I was like, oh, this guy's put a really nice post on about Joe, and um, uh, but he doesn't have his name on his his Instagram handle. He's just a Scottish runner. So big shout out to you, sir. I uh, hope you're enjoying <laughs> listening to the podcast and let us know your name so that we can shout you out properly next time. Yeah, so Scottish runner is saying uh, he did double part run volunteering, pacer on Saturday, and a marshal at junior part run on Sunday, and that is what we love to see. Double duty part runs happen both day of the weekend, don't they, Ben? They do, yeah. Park runs are not just on Saturdays. There are ones on Sundays as well. And mm. if we don't, if we don't support the future generation, there won't be park run. There won't be people turning up to park runs when we're all gone. Absolutely. There we go. Keep park run for everyone and volunteer on a Sunday as well as a Saturday when and where you can. Right? Should I wind up and get a bit of a a bit of a, a New York one together? So Paul Griffiths uh, and B and Haley and Claire and Letty and the man himself David are all shouting out specifically Karen and David Busy Birdie and Mr Dimble runs himself for absolutely annihilated New York Marathon this weekend uh it looked incredible what a party atmosphere everyone's shouting they're not the only people though that ran we also had a James uh run run James uh ex-guest he was there um the machine Rach Mack did an incredible time as well uh ooh, it was who else who else was anyone else at New York guys that I forgot about um no I don't think so I can't think of anyone. I was thinking, you know, it was in my head. It was Marco, but he didn't, did he? He was, he, 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 he no, wasn't no. at this one. No, he did, just posted about it. Did Leo run New York? Or not? No, no, he no. ran Chicago. And he's, in, he's in New York, though, isn't he? Yeah. Well, he should be on a plane right now on his way back. 
only about, only about 10 days later than planned, but he is actually flying back today. Mm, he's had an extended holiday, hasn't he? Because I cancelled the flight. But there we go. That uh, so a big shout out for, for for our New York finishers. Absolutely amazing work. And uh, to echo Pete's point um, in the um, uh, in the previous shout out that Matt did, uh, everyone in the group chat, even though it was quite late on a, on on a Sunday night UK time, everyone was still making sure they were cheering on. Karen, I think was was what was on a phone on the way round. Bless her, wasn't she? Um, letting us know how horrible she was feeling towards the end. <laughs> but she absolutely smashed it. You all absolutely smashed it, and you're all well deserving of our roll call this week. Boom, orange carrot. Um, not your carrot. Yes, yeah, <laughs> NYC. Not your carrot. Yeah, not you're right. Not, not your carrot. Um, that was right. so Yorkshire, Matt. Really, Yorkshire, Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's not that <laughs> carrot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel you feel like you've got a got a bird on your arm. Right. Um, that was a that was a that was a you that was a niche joke, wasn't it? A kestrel, a kestrel. I should say you've had a kestrel on your arm. Then it would have made more sense. You just got to say the bird. It's like what, what, like a parrot? That's ridiculous, Rob. <laughs> Never mind. Um, right. Before we get out of here, we've got some thank yous. Yeah. From any of you? From any of you? <laughs> yeah. I, guess, I guess not. You bunch of ungrateful bastards. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, thank you to Mr. Ron Dawson. Mm. Uh, for his chat and his inspirational uh, uh, mindset that he he, he has and the the work that he does. Uh, Thank you to Graham Lindley for the super awesome theme music. Uh, Thank you to the newsletter guys. We've got Jamie Denham, Paul McWhorter, Nick Finney and Claire Forsyth. Um, Shout out to to you, Rob. Um, Thanks, mate. Shout out to you, Matthew. Thank you. Um, shout out to JP, senior, talk, um, older JP, for organising the guests. Shout out to young JP, Mr. Just Jack for, Penn. Just for being beautiful. Just for being beautiful. Yeah, well, I, well, I love Jack. I'm sorry, guys. He's my favourite. <clears throat> anyway, you know what? I think he's everyone's favourite. He's just adorable, isn't he? The thing I think about Jack, I'm going to back on a tangent here, but the thing with Jack is, even when he's being a dick, and he's a dick quite a lot, he's still really, really cute. So he kind of gets away with it. He does. He does. Um, shout out to Emma. Um, shout out shout- to Ben. Thanks, thanks. Uh, shout out to Statman John. Um, shout out to Lou, Sammy, and Joe in the backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I've missed anybody. I think you've covered everything quite ably and with a very high quality, Ben. So we'll move seamlessly into Emma telling us where people can find us. If they want to give us a follow, get involved, get engaged with us, have a chat with us. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. Uh, we've got a website, www.whatthefartlake.com. And you can contact us via email on whatthefartlakepodcast at gmail.com. Yep. And there's something else. Apple Music, Spotify, Google Music. That's where you can listen to us. That's where you can find us. And at this point, I'd turn around and go, where can people find you on uh, on Instagram, Emma? If you want to give you a follow. I am at EmmaJJ85. What are you, Ben? Uh, I'm at Sheffield underscore Strider. What about you, Rob? I'm at Little Runner Boy Rob. And then I'd go, and what about you, Matt? 
And I'm, I'm, he wouldn't I'm, reply. I'm, I'm, I, am, I am here. I'm here. Oh, he's I'm, still here because you just got in the chat. I'm off to get Noah from football. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll go to let people know my Instagram handle. What if people want to get in touch with me? You know what I mean? <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Fuck Noah. He's at Matty Owls. Right, go and pick your kid up from football, you knobhead. <laughs> Love you all. Bye. Uh, oh, right, so uh, we'll, we'll, we'll close this out without him, Ben and Emma. Uh, just want to make a very quick mention of how excited we are that it is only from when this episode gets released. Three days, two days, three days, two days to the last What, far, what the Fartlek um, uh, official event of the year. <laughs> if, you, if you don't count um, Ben's part, 100th park run location, which I think we, we do, we do, don't we? Can do if you want, yeah, we, absolutely. We do. So second to last official Fartlek family meetup of the year um, at Alton Towers. We're very, very excited. If you've not already got in touch with, with us by now, I presume that you aren't wanting to come along, but you absolutely can. The tickets are still available, although they are they are closing the tickets soon. Um, but if you have already signed up and you're listening to the podcast and you're thinking, you know, I'd love to catch up with those guys and come and say hello, have a high five, have a picture um, with the um, fancy little poster thing that we've bought um then you can still do it don't feel like you can't everybody's welcome just drop us a message and we'll um we'll get you sorted with some info on on how you can spend a little bit or all of the weekend with us we'd love to have you along but the other thing to mention is that we are now starting to make plans for 2023 plenty of community events coming up whether they're at races or uh, individually organized ones we're going to have a great time so please do as emma using the methods of contact that emma so ably dished out just a moment ago please do get in touch with us find out a little bit more we'd love to have his part of a fartlek family we've had a couple of new people get involved um hopefully they're enjoying it and it's paying dividends not for everybody but we would humbly request that you give us a chance because uh yeah just like-minded people trying to come together through running make a few pals and have a bit of fun along the way um anything oh i've not told you who's on the show next week i was gonna ask yeah go on who's on the show next week rob i don't know huh. <laughs> I don't know. That's how that's okay. how unprepared I, I'll tell you for why I don't know. I've got two I've I've not recorded it yet. We're running a little bit close to the bone at the minute because um we had the break and obviously I've had some personal stuff going on. So I have got two episodes that I am recording net on Thursday, and I'm frantically trying to stall for time while I find my WhatsApp <laughs> chat with JP because of those two uh guests. I need to work out which one of them is actually going to be next week. So we have got. It's going to be. Oh, do you remember me telling you about the National Running Show last week? I do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you remember me telling you that you can get a free ticket to the National Running Show North in January by using the code FARTLEK? Correct. Well, we're going to be chatting next week to one of the guys behind the National Running Show. We're going to be chatting to Mr. Mike Seaman. Ah. Okay, cool. Pretty exciting. So uh, that's next week. Um, we'll give you loads more information that as we go. Um, but apart from that, guys, I think we're good. I think we're done. We're ready to go. Um, any words of wisdom to see us out with, Ben? Boom, orange, carrot. Any words of wisdom to see us out with, Emma? Not your carrot. That'll do me. See you later, guys. Bye. Well done.